Can you guys stop swearing? I have children over here. Next time you swear, I'm gonna call the cops. Well, I won't back down. <laughs> Stand my ground. Ah, uh, yes, we did lose the great Tom Petty this week. And I bought the. I was supposed to be standing on the ground and walk back down, but whatever. <laughs> you guys got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Got the idea. We lost him a couple times. A couple times on the internet, he died. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> quite, quite a kerfuffle over that one this week. You know, let alone what else happened on Monday, which I'm sure we'll talk about. But wow, like this misreporting thing. Well, apparently CBS said that the LAPD told them that uh, Tom Petty had passed away. The LAPD says, no, that's bullshit. We never said that. We're not even handling this case. The L.A. Sheriff's Department's handling this case. And the L.A. Sheriff's Department's like, no, the guy's still alive. He's probably not going to make it through the day, but he's still alive. Yeah, the whole brain dead thing kind of put a damper. That's probably my theory. Obviously, none of us were there. None of us know. Sure. But my, my theory is that information about him being brain dead got passed along. And some people will consider that dead and others won't. I mean, that's a that's a moral debate that we don't really have to pick apart. But I think I, that's the likely answer. Yeah. It's a bummer. Obviously, he was too young and a great co- contributor to music. And Absolutely. We do, we do often Wait, note, note the past. He, not to be a jerk or nothing, how is 66 too young? <laughs> well, he had lots of weird yeah, My, my well, dad's but... old and he's going to live for another 40 years. You can shoot your mouth. Because you think yeah, about man, it, I, let, 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 me, let, me, let me barely made it to 70. Yeah. Um, well, let me let me lucky to made it to seventy. <laughs> Let's be honest here. Ronnie James Dio made made it to sixty nine. Um, you know, if you're a rocker and you've been in it for like forty some odd years, I, I think it's sixty six. I think explain you, Willie you, Nelson to me. That's just that's just a freak of nature. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know. I, you know that, that's I'm not I'm not you know I, I I get you know I'm not I'm not hating by but the saying the guy was too young like I lost a parent at, at 50, that died at 58. <laughs> I mean uh, Keith Richards is 73. <laughs> yeah, that's another that's another freaking Mick age. He should be 95. But we forget we forget that Mick, that Keith Richards probably died 12 times already. He, he's actually an android, you know, from the planet Zexon. And he's just still he's just still around for some reason. He's more clay than man now. I, I got friends from that planet, good people. <laughs> well, either way, I mean obviously that was uh that was a thing on the internet. Yeah. And people fighting about the validity of it was kind of ridiculous in the light of what was actually really going on in the world that day. Well, I shouldn't even say the world and in, in, in your country. Um, it was kind of fucked up because uh, so many people are, I mean, you know, maybe it was a distraction. I guess that was probably the one, one way to look at it, right? Yeah. Distractions are good. Yeah, from our, what, from our, our tweeter in chief? <laughs> Who the yeah, hell? Yeah, he's pretty good at that too. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't tweet about that, you know, how his death was overrated and, you know, real real legends die, you know, this way and something like that, you know. 
that's assuming he would have had the slightest idea who this was in the first place. I really don't see a lot of crossover interest going on there. <laughs> well, a big part of it, of course, is I think having gone through so many of these situations with the way the news reports immediately without a lot of facts. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily the type of event, but just in general. I mean, there's so much we don't know now. People want answers because it sucks and it's a brutal, tragic event. And that's a normal human uh, reaction. I think we all we all want that, right? We want to know, like, what the fuck? Why did this happen? <laughs> yeah. So you grab it. And, but we don't fucking know. They're not going to be re- revealing information that they need to hopefully, you know, remedy this as best they can and considering they can't fix it. Uh, you guys are all friends with me on social media. You know, before I start you know, posting about anything. I, I fact check, but I mean, at, at the point that I had heard about Tom Petty and started seeing people posting like, Oh, Tom Petty died. It was like the information had already come out that he was still alive and the report or the report was false. Um, so I, I had that benefit, but I mean, if I had seen that sooner and before they, uh, you know, revealed that, okay, no, this is, he's still alive, he's probably not going to make it through the day, but he's still alive, like, I probably would have been on Facebook, like, oh shit, Tom Petty died. <laughs> well, 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 this was, this was my, my, my saying of it. I saw it, okay, in, in critical condition in the hospital. Mm-hmm. 15 minutes later, it was RIP. Then, I didn't come back on for like three hours. I come back at like seven o'clock, you know, while I'm, you know, and be, while I'm riding on the elevator, because that's, that's what you do when you ride on the elevator, when you gotta wait, when, um, and um, it's oh he's not dead yet. Stop posting. Is he dead? And then it's like you know, half my Facebook is RIP. Half of it he's not dead yet. He's <laughs> he his brain he his brain's not responsive. He he was pulled off a of life support. It's like I'm like okay. <laughs> I mean he's going to die at at, at this point. <laughs> you know that that's you know he's he is for all intents and purposes might as well be dead because he's not making it out of this. And, and and I think that was clear from the beginning, but um, to, you know, but it's like, but let's get our facts straight. He's not actually dead yet. He's going to be, but he's not. <laughs> and I don't know, and, and like G said, I mean, that's down to semantics. I mean, is, is brain dead still alive? <laughs> well, how long have we been having the argument that, me first has become a more important tenet of journalism than accuracy. I mean, that's come up over Mm -hmm. and over again. And really, until that attitude changes, that's what we're going to get. Because it's completely reasonable that something's going on and all the information isn't out there yet. Yeah. Okay. And responsible journalism would make that point that you know, we know that you know, Tom Petty's in the hospital and the prognosis is grim, but we don't know what, you know, okay, but you can come back and correct yourself, but we just have this, I'm not even going to call it regrettable, it's pathetic and it's disgusting and it's stupid. Mm-hmm. It's overwhelming tendency to just, it's got to get out there first, we've got to break it, it's got to be an exclusive doesn't matter if it's wrong because nobody's going to remember anyway. And uh, 
that is so irresponsible. And not just for small things that may not impact a lot of lives on a major level, like the death of a celebrity, but it, no matter what the subject is, it's incredibly irresponsible to do mm-hmm. and really needs to stop. I think you're right 100%, actually. I, I, I would go further and say it's in the... We, we see that same mentality with social media in general. I mean, mm-hmm. there's a lot of people who... Seems like they're on it all day, and they really want to post first about it, and mm-hmm. often make it about themselves, which is kind of fucked up. Yeah, like look what I did. Look what I did. I mean, maybe it's human nature. I mean, obviously we all want attention. I mean, I get it. So, and I'm guilty of it too because I know I've done it. So I'm not gonna <laughs> like start hating on anybody. Like I'm like, holy fuck, this happened. And I got to post about it. Like <laughs> maybe because there's an innocent side of it too, where you know, like. Um, like Bobby Heenan passing away a couple of weeks ago. I mean, I was one of the first people to start posting about that that I saw in my timeline because it's like I have a lot of friends, you know, who would care. Sure. So yeah. it kind of goes both ways, but it's, I don't know, man. We're such a narcissistic society, man. It's fucked up. I'm friends with a lot of like minded people. So, I mean, when things like this happen, it's like, okay, let me make sure for, for me, it's like, let me make sure this is accurate. If I see something on social media and then say, hey, guys, this is, you know, we just lost, uh, you know, Tom Petty or we just lost uh, Hugh Hefner last week, you know, or or, uh, whatever. I mean, but it's, um, I I mean, it's, it's, it is, in, in this case, the apparent situation was CBS had false information that they thought was accurate and they were reporting. So uh, that's you know. Th- well, and it goes back to to what Jan just said about about uh, you know being first and that, that compulsion, which is totally spot on, like hundred percent right. Well, I mean, who but this, uh, who is this Jana you speak of? <laughs> I know no Jana on this podcast. I know a drug got it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give it away, man. <laughs> But but my my point though is that CBS thought they had a reliable source and thought they were accurately reporting on the situation. It wasn't that they, you know, went out and maliciously were like, "We're the first ones to tell you Tom Petty's dead." You know, like. Well, and that's the thing that if you're going to be a responsible media outlet, if you think you have a reliable source who turns out to be less so, then you immediately correct yourself and. Yeah, I'm not saying corrections weren't made, but you know, it, it's just it's it's difficult to take something back once you put it out there. So if they didn't, more people are going to see the original source, story than the retraction. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I mean, everyone should naturally turn to page 12 and read the little disclaimer in fine print beside the Spatula City ad, right? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> I always go there right away, but all my Spatula just, needs are, are there. But anyway. I was going to say, you only go to that spot for the Spatula City coupons, dude. You don't read the disclaimers. <laughs> yeah, right, man. I, I got to spread this icing on my cake. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I mean, I, we, uh, and there, oh, well, it happens all the time to us anyway. We get, we get the misreporting. Mm-hmm. 
Sometimes they're around months. So, yeah. And sometimes the news never comes out. It's like the, the William Regal agent thing with uh, Bill Goldberg. 20 years later, still don't know. <laughs> In this day and age, though, it's hard to you know for things to not come out. I mean, you know, a what uh, was originally I, I I would imagine intended to be a private conversation between Jim Cornette and Santino yeah, Morella yeah. is all over the internet now. <laughs> There's a couple videos of that. I only saw the yeah. one, but. There was a second one. I didn't actually watch it because hockey was on, but yeah. Um, I mean, I, I it loaded up or whatever. It set the sound off. That first one was uh, the one that's getting the most traction. Yeah, I'm actually in a Facebook group with that guy, as it turns. Which which is good because the original video I it's saw was yeah. yeah. Yeah, the original video I saw was on a website, and it was like half of it was cut off. Like the bottom half of it was cut off, and then I. Went back to where I originally saw it posted, which was uh, probably Cult of Kayfabe, and eight numbers. And the guy was the guy was tagged, and uh, so I clicked on his profile and I saw the saw the full video. Um, Me too. Actually, that's how I saw it as well. Same exact same way. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's that's, inaudible but, in the beginning, and then like Cornette's just losing his mind on Santino <laughs> at the end, and we don't really know why. <laughs> you just imagine that point. conversation. From just imagine that conversation. You know, Cornet. He's yelling, and Santino goes, "Yo, it's 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 in his Italian talk. It's me, yes, Santino." <laughs> uh, well, they obviously have that that issue from way back in the, in the OVW or whatever, right? With the well, slapping. What I that. what I gathered from what I saw was Jim Cornette was you know was was Santino basically. Uh, was confronting Jim Cornette about everything that Jim's said about him over the years since that incident. And uh, because you can hear him say, oh, we need to settle the score. And Jim's like, dude, I'm trying to walk away. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm still, I'm siding with Santino when I, I've heard his story so many times. that That's one where I definitely don't take Cornette's side. I, I think it was ridiculous. He's, it, it's built a mot type of shit. You shouldn't be doing that. That's fucked up. Jelly donuts in the ass and all. Come on. Yeah, like I under I understand where Cornette was coming from with the old school and all of that, mm -hmm. but you're you're in like a closed situation or a small level where like guys with this kid, come on. Yeah, I don't. That, that, that's why I don't take a side. Like it's with this I'm not, I'm, kid. I'm not taking a side either way on that situation. I'm just saying that in this situation, that's what it appeared to uh, to me as was Santino was confronting Cornette. Cornette's like, we've got nothing to settle. And you can hear all this in the video. We've got nothing to settle, and Santino, Santino's barely audible. But yeah, you know Cornette's. Yeah. Uh, you know how loud Cornette's uh, Cornette is. We've talked to him, or I've talked especially, to him anyway. Especially when he noticed the camera phone was on him. That that's why I got a little <laughs> skeptical of of what I saw because he becomes so aware that he's being taped. I don't. And he starts stressing the people. Okay, look at this, look at this, and like looking right at the guy with the phone, so... Well, that was, but that's after this had all started, and he had, at one point, he's telling Santino, like, when you got in the ring, you became a joke. And I don't know if he was referring to the character or just Santino's work in general, I, I have no idea. 
I, I don't exactly. know what we don't because we don't know the beginning of the conversation. Exactly. Uh, so and, and and like I said, Santino's barely audible, so you can't you don't know what Santino said before before that. The only thing I really heard Santino say was, you know, let's settle the score. And and then yes, at the end, after Jim notices the camera, and he's already trying to walk away at this point when he notices the camera, and then he, Santino's like stepping in his way, and Jim's like, "Look at this guy," <laughs> you know. So I'm, yeah. I don't. I mean, like like I said, I, what are I'm you not talking about to Jim. I am the greatest intercontinental champion of all of the times. <laughs> And like I said, I'm not taking sides here either, but that's, you know, that is how I perceived, uh, you know, what we did see in that video. Yeah. I, I'd like to think that they, they, they need a tiebreaker game and, uh, like ping pong or something. They got to settle the score. <laughs> <laughs> got to figure it out, you know? Mm hmm. I don't know, maybe more will come out, maybe not, but yeah, it, was, it was still an interesting little tidbit that popped up on the interwebs. Yeah, from what I read, Jim left right after that, like, left left the convention. Yeah. <laughs> so. Who knows? I mean, who? we don't know how it's how the conversation started. We don't know exactly what Santino was saying. We I, I just know that he was talking to Jim Cornette, like, let's settle the score, and Jim's like, no, we don't got a score to settle, you know, and you, you're ridiculous or whatever, and, you know. That's why I'll stick with ping pong. You heard it here first, folks. Okay, my sources of CBS told me that it's a ping pong match. <laughs> <laughs> and we're running with it. Yo, this is Vince Russo here. It's a ping pong on a Judy Bagwell on a pole match. It would be awesome if Russo was somehow involved too, considering <laughs> that the cornet's in there. But <laughs> that would be great. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know, but 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 my point is, I mean, nowadays it's hard to avoid getting any kind of coverage because everybody has a damn camera in their pocket. Mm-hmm. You remember back in the uh, back in the nineties, we're all old enough to remember this, except for maybe Mark. Uh you know, <laughs> the Rodney King thing was a big deal because uh, holy shit, this dude had a camera and he filmed the whole thing. Nowadays, you'd have six people standing there with their cell phones out yelling, World Star <laughs> Yeah, we'd be watching it on that what's that channel, that hip hop star or whatever. That's where we would have seen the fight. Yeah, World Rodney, Star. Rodney King? <laughs> He's that guy. <laughs> Airheads reference. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but I mean, the proliferation of, of news media and being able to find out anything at, at at an instant is, you know, a thing nowadays. Doesn't mean you're always going to get the full story, and it doesn't mean you're you're always going to get an accurate story. And I mean, like I said, CBS reported that the LAPD told them, you know, you know that the LAPD was the ones that gave them the information, and then the LA Sheriff's Office like we're handling this. What the fuck are you even talking about? Wow, <laughs> that that was involved with the Rodney King thing too. Fucking crazy coincidence. <laughs> LAPD too. Like you would think they'd hide their video, but oh well. Yeah. 
Good old false reporting. It's K Fabio. <laughs> People be getting in accidents during the OJ Simpsons thing if they if they had the uh you know, had cell phones with cameras back then, they'd be like filming it from their car while they're driving alongside. <laughs> what the fuck, man? That's the thing. Like, you got, like, you're. If anything is happening, it is on camera these days. Uh, but then you get into, and I know we talked about this before, you get people so caught up in doing that that they don't involve themselves in anything and mm -hmm. you know the guy in new york who got killed by a subway train because everybody was so busy filming him nobody fucking helped him you know that's a legit danger if everybody's so focused on oh i'm gonna film this and i'm gonna post this and i'm gonna whatever there can be this huge disconnect where nothing is real and if nothing is real and nothing has any consequences, then that is very bad for everybody. Absolutely. I absolutely agree. And one of the things we're constantly having to deal with at school is that anytime there's a fight or anything even approaching one, what happens? Everybody's whipping out their phones and filming stuff, and we have to constantly remind people and you know not just young people either that you know first of all that's evidence and you know the authorities can confiscate it from you mm -hmm. and you know, legally there's nothing you can do about it and two you know what does it say about you that you're going to you know stand around and watch something that does not help you at all, because most of them are not personally involved. You know, why are you even there? Just go away. Mm -hmm. And it's one thing when you're young and stupid and don't know any better. I'm sure that, you know, all of us have moments of that sort. But when it becomes an entire society, that's not so great. And I don't know, maybe I'm just sounding really old right now, but that is very concerning. I think mm -hmm. that's at the root of a lot of problems we have, that you know, people are so busy using life as you know, some form of entertainment through social media that the actual acts themselves and the consequences don't register. Like, you know, they're not real to people who stand around and film stuff. I'm afraid to get in, well, like you can really choose it, but if I were in a car crash, mm -hmm. I would not expect anybody to help me because I would think everybody driving by is too busy filming it to post it somewhere, and whether I died or not did not matter to them. And those aren't the kind of thoughts you want to have. No, certainly not. You've got to get it first up on Twitter, man. You've know, got to be the first to report this. <laughs> yeah. Mentality is coming back with that type of thing. Like it's full circle, unfortunately, but you're right. It's, not, not, it's funny too, because there's mostly tolerance to having cell phones in almost every situation, you know? Well, let me tell you this. The, the, thing with, the thing that happened in Vegas last week, the first image that I saw of this whole thing 
was people lying dead on the ground in in the fucking concert venue yeah. that somebody posted yeah. on Twitter. Yeah. Don't run for your fucking life. Just take pictures of people that are fucking dead next to you. <laughs> and the, didn't the Las Vegas PD post something immediately after that saying, don't post these things because it's going to interfere with our ability to stop it? The LAPD, or the, the Las Vegas Police Department actually posted to not uh, take pictures of officers uh, as they're moving or on the ground or anything because they don't want to give away their positions. Okay, uh, yeah, that makes sense. So it wasn't like, don't take pictures inside the concert venue where people are fucking dead. <laughs> you know, but, uh, you know, don't take pictures of the officers or post videos that will reveal our position. Which, of course, once they found the guy dead, who the fuck cares anyway? <laughs> but <laughs> Yeah, but up until that point, that's yeah. fair because... You know, right, no, exactly. To assume he had a phone, too, and he would know, oh, they're coming up this way, I'll go that way. Right. It's reasonable to tell people that, but then just, the idea that you have to tell people mm -hmm. to have enough of a fucking soul not to take pictures of people who five minutes ago were alive and enjoying a show and are now a mangled mess on the floor, does, the fact that you even have to say that is disgusting. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I recorded a voiceover. I got out of the booth. I went on Facebook and I'm the first thing I saw was, holy shit, what's going on in Vegas. And then I'm like, Oh, let me jump on Twitter. And sure enough, you know, that's the first thing that pops up is this picture of just somebody. I don't know if they were dead or just wounded or whatever, but it's like, here's a picture from Las Vegas. Like what the fuck? It was just the stories, like, I sat here for hours just watching CNN, watching, you know, you know, or, or as Trump says, fake news. Um, I sat here for hours watching, man, just, like, I, I had stuff to do. I, I should have gotten back in the booth, but I'm just sitting here watching, just in awe and in shock of all of what's going on. And, um, you know, they show these two, they show this couple, and they were at the concert, and they are covered in blood. Not theirs. <laughs> and just talking about how, you know, we didn't know anybody else that was at the concert, but people we were running out with had to leave loved ones behind because, you know, it's fight, you know, fight or flight response. And, and, you know, you can't exactly fight when the guy's shooting at you from 32 stories up. But seriously, like just looking at the people and hearing the stories is just crazy. I don't know, man. This show's been a down note today. We're talking about oh. dead celebrities and dead, you know, dead people at concerts. And oh man, <laughs> I had one of my voiceover clients. I was telling her, you know, hey, I'm, uh, you know, I'm going to a concert tonight. And she, you, be, you better be careful, like. It's indoors, and all of the buildings around the venue are abandoned. I don't think I have to worry about anybody shooting from the 32nd floor. So, well, you don't know. Somebody could throw a grenade in there or something. Like, it was just on edge because of what happened, though. Yeah. You can't, I mean, if you live your life in fear based, based on that type of thing, it's just, you might as well uh, just stay in bed all day. Let the terrorists oh, win. Yeah. <laughs> 
a friend of mine posted when on. When people are Facebook. molesting your children in airports, the terrorists have already won. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean the venue that uh, the venue I was at twice this week. It's you know, it is. I feel safer in that venue than I feel at home because of how much you know they, you know how much they have security and everything. Just like you know, okay, you like like I I've never been to a, a concert venue other than this one where it's like, hey, take off your hat. Let me see that you don't have anything under your hat, like. <laughs> Okay, sure. So, like, actually, the second night when I went and I'm standing out in line, uh, I just took everything out of my pockets, took my hat off, and I'm just carrying it all into the venue. Like, here, <laughs> this is what I got. <laughs> and then it's still an issue of now I got to put everything back in my damn pockets. The horror. Took that grenade back under your hat. Yeah. Yeah, just tuck that AK-47 assault rifle under your hat. Like, just try to sneak it, sneak it in there. <laughs> Reattach that pistol to his beard. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like, like I don't. I feel so safe in in Rapids Theater, Niagara Falls. I, I give them all the credit in the world for their security checks, man. I'll go there tonight. <laughs> just get on a bus. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Generally, uh, that's it. You can come here, and I'll hand you Barkley. That's cool. <laughs> but generally, these things lead to uh, changes in the security protocol, and I might see some of that. I, I guess. I mean, I mean that venue's always that been history. that venue's always been like that. So I mean, you know, uh, the the, the, the thing that kind of irritated me most about a lot of the internet stuff talking about like the security and the guns and all that, and it's like. Okay, yeah, I was in a hotel, not a casino, and people arguing about security measures and everything. The reality, if someone has this in their mind, something that's fucked up, they're going to find a way to do it. Mm -hmm. You know, like, you could put the metal detectors in the hotels and the casinos or whatever, so the guy will just find a building that's not a hotel or a casino. If this is really, if he's going to go out of his way this meticulously, if this story is what we know now is actually legitimate. <sighs> I mean, I mean, fuck, you know, like 99.9 .9 repeating many, many times percent of people are not going to be taking the time to commit a heinous act like this. And how far do you go? Because someone will just find a fucking loophole, man. Mm -hmm. I, and I've worked in hotels for 15 years. What the fuck am I supposed to do? Check everybody's bag that comes in the fucking building, especially in a place like Mandalay Bay that... That is that big and has that many rooms. Are are you really going to check everybody's bag when they come into the fucking building? I'm sure they've got more than one person working at the front desk, but still, that's a ridiculous thing with the number of with the sheer number of people that come to that city and stay, particularly in that hotel. So I mean, what could possibly have been done to avoid that? Air, you want them to shell out for the airline scanners with the with the X-ray technology and all that bullshit? There's nothing that like. You're right. If that guy had that in his mind, this is what I'm doing today. What the fuck are you gonna do? Well, and I can't believe I'm turning to Saturday Night Live for this, but there's definite truth to the fact that 
if you had 47 of anything, that would <laughs> not be okay. Mm-hmm. And so the idea that this guy bought 33 guns in a year or whatever it was, and when they added them all up, it was, I think, 47. But you know, forget the fact that he got them to the hotel. The fact that he even acquired them should have been the stopping point. And the fact that it wasn't different conversation, but it, it, it's almost, I don't want to sound horrible here, but it is almost irrelevant, the getting of it into the hotel. The fact that he acquired it at all mm-hmm. is really the bigger point to be made here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, not, not to be cynical, but do you honestly think this is going to actually change anything? No. If Sandy Hook didn't, nothing will. I know that's yeah. been said over and over to mm-hmm. the point that it's right, but, you know, if somebody's going to gun down 20 little kids and nobody's going to do anything, it's over. We yeah. lost. The end. Yeah. I mean, this is America. We fight for our right to marry our guns. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we go, we go marry our guns, and then we, whenever there's terrorists, are we going to solve that solution with more guns? We need more guns and more guns. Yeah, 47. We should have had 200 guns at that concert. I keep seeing on the internet just people posting like, hey, can I get two boxes of Sudafed? Like, no, federal regulations say you can only buy one. Okay, I'll yeah. buy this one box of Sudafed and these seven guns. <laughs> but yeah, no, if, 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 you're right. If Sandy Hook didn't change anything and children are being killed... What, what, but what are 50 people realize, in a country concert going to do? Don't you realize criminals don't follow laws? You take all the guns away with the gun control, even though control doesn't mean removal. Um, I'm too stupid <laughs> to know that. But, um, you are. Sorry. Oh, I was going to... Excuse me. Uh, you made it funny. I'm sorry. Go, go. Well, no, I forgot where I was going with that because I laughed. Just a, yeah, it's if, ridiculous. If, if you take it, the, the, the criminals don't listen to the law, so when you take all the guns away, the criminals are still going to have and they're still going to kill everybody. I don't know if that was exactly where I was going to go with that, but it's just... I, I saw something on the internet and somebody said something like something along the lines of, we should outlaw murder. <laughs> You know, facetiously, because clearly, you know. You should ban fork because there's fat people in this country. Killing people should be against the law. Yeah. Oh, man. I, it's just ridiculous, man. Like, I feel, I feel awful for the families and, and, and friends of the people and the victims and all that. Like, I feel awful for those people. And just sitting here... And watching that for three, four hours and just, you know, like, holy shit, I can never imagine, you know, something like this happening. And, you know, but all of a sudden, everybody wants to make it a right-left situation. You know what I mean? Like, well, liberals think you should do this. Like, fuck you. I'm a goddamn liberal. Don't tell you what I, don't tell me what I fucking think. <laughs> you yeah. know? Well, it, or it's not even... Well, yeah. it's not even that. It's not even that. It's, it's like you want to you you want to actually agree with any you want to disagree with any fucking conservative thing, and you're automatically labeled liberal. 
no matter what. And I've actually been called by one of by someone even I work with. They say, "How can you be a Democrat?" I'm like, "I'm not." I fucking believe shit on both sides. I you, mm. you just go, yeah, I do believe a lot of left a lot of left stuff, yeah. But I also believe I, I don't but I don't sit there and I don't believe, I also believe a lot of right stuff. You know, you I, I told like you cunt. I will t- I'll I've told it I told it said it right out the other day. I I'm fully for gun control, but I also fully support the right that we have a right to ha- have guns in this country. I'm on both sides. You can actually live your life and be a normal human being and believe have support both of these both of these views. I absolutely agree. That's I was I was a registered Democrat and now I'm independent. I don't give a fuck. I don't care about either party. I just yeah. you know I, I can we stop dealing with right and fucking left and go in the center and come up with fucking solutions for things instead of like well we can't do that because the Democrats want it. And we can't do that because the Republicans want it. I don't fucking care. Yeah. There yeah. are there are 58 fucking people dead and 500 plus wounded because some idiot got a hold of however fucking many guns he had and went into a hotel and started opening fire on an open air concert. Like, do something about it. I don't give a fuck what the solution is. Figure a fucking solution. And like I said, it might, it's it's not something, you know, I mean, maybe regulate how many guns somebody can buy in a fucking set period of time. Or, you know. The solution is obviously ban country music. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. <laughs> but then again, I don't know. See, that's the problem. This is country, what's considered country music now because a lot of that shit fucking... A lot of that shit, like that Luke Bryant sh- shit, is more pop than country now. So it's kind of like, you know, mm-hmm. they want you, you, you know, it's not like Willie Nelson country or Johnny Cash country. It's mm-hmm. like fucking, it's just, it's, it's this pop country garbage that it's every song is about drinking and you know it is. Wow. It's funny as I'm since I'm the town drunk, I don't like, I don't love it because it's all about drinking, which it's not. And the thing you might might right now, and my. You know, it's like, because that, that's the thing, because if you think about it, I, I actually thought about this. Fucking Metallica's Mama Said, I think, is more country than anything fucking Luke Bryant has ever recorded. <laughs> I, uh, I, I'm not familiar with, uh, with, with, uh, his work, but, uh... <laughs> oh, well, I, it gets crammed down my throat because I, he's, like, the favorite in my family. Yeah, I, I will take your word on that. Um, yeah, I, just... But, I mean, seriously, like... Not everything is black and white. Not everything is left and right. Let's, you know, like, can we stop drawing party lines and start, you know, saying, hey, what are we going to do about this? Instead of, well, the liberals want this. You know, like, I don't No, I don't. I, 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 I want these 58 people to be brought back to life and the 500 yeah. wounded to be healed. I... <laughs> I, I, you know, I want to go back in time and stop this from ever happening. I don't, you know, don't fucking tell me what I want. Going to be about going to a concert supposed to be uh, be about having fun, not worrying about getting killed. Well, do yeah. everything and all, all these attacks is basically that, right? I mean, that's essentially it. Like, how how do you know that's going to happen anywhere you go? You don't. Yeah. You you just don't know, so you can't assume it's going to. Well, you could, but that's fucking tinfoil hat territory, and that's. <laughs> That's bad news, bro. Mm-hmm. Now, speaking of politics, just get it out there. Vote G. 
yeah, yeah. Time travel, I have it. Got to vote me in. <laughs> but it's not a presidential election here, G. We, we're going to have to vote you in as mayor of Syracuse first, and then we're going to have to oh, put as, you as in. Canuck, he can't be president anyway, so he'll have to be mayor first. Well, can, Canada's America Junior, so it's technically, it's technically, it, you're you're technically American. Right? Uh, you're a fanny pack, yo. We went over this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sticking with that one. I, I love that. I, I'm running. I'm running for master of the universe, man. Vote G, man. I man. Now you can start shilling. So that's what the G stands for. I have power. <laughs> are you gonna see? Are you are you gonna start shilling Geico now? Like I just saw. <laughs> right, that's, that's so good. I saw that. I, just yeah, saw, I saw that. I haven't actually seen it with audio, but I'm like, what the fuck is he yeah. doing? I don't know. Car insurance. They're they're selling Geico though. Great, I saw it too. The the premise is they have Skeletor cornered and they're like. You know, give us a good reason why we shouldn't do what what the fuck ever we do, you know? And he goes, uh, 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 you can save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico? And they're like, oh hey, that God. is a good, that is good. That's, awful. <laughs> that's almost as bad, that's almost as bad as a Michael Bay remake of Masters of the Universe. Don't give him ideas, don't you put that evil on me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but to be fair, um, Orange, a phone call. Here we're using Darth Vader in their adverts first, but their adverts were amazing. Uh, that's not uncharted territory for me. I thought Vader became a good guy at the end. It's cool. He's <laughs> hanging with Yoda. I'm actually watching Star Wars right now. Go figure. <laughs> uh, Christian Hadison, you're so awful. Oh, well. <laughs> Yeah, man, I don't know what to tell you guys. We're, we're going to hear a lot more about this, obviously, so we clear on, but... Yeah. You know. I don't know. I, you know <laughs> I, and, I, and I don't mean to go off on political rants like that, but I mean, like, seriously, like, every single little thing just seems to be, like, right versus left these days. Like, oh, well, liberals are supporting the players kneeling at football games. We should ban liberals. Like, <laughs> I support the players kneeling at football games because they're expressing their constitutional right to peaceful protest. Yes, they're what doing it in a public forum, but where would you like them to do it? In their fucking living room? <laughs> Somebody did say just, that, actually. Somebody did say that. I just wish they'd do it peacefully and not put it in our faces so we have to watch it on our TVs. It's like everything else on TV. You don't like it? Change the fucking channel. <laughs> well, speaking <Yeah>. of wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, I, was, I, was, I was almost going to go into... You guys hear me? Yeah. I just want to make sure I'm, I'm muted. I'm, I'm still learning the iPad thing, so I'm not sure if I'm 100%... Muting and unmuting, so everything like such one. I was gonna go into it because you know I got it a little bit this weekend about the kneeling shit with fucking Oakland, but you know if you guys want to go into wrestling, we can go into wrestling. <laughs> Might as well. I mean, that was a that was a perfect transition because that's where I was gonna go with it. <laughs> because I used to say that to people about wrestling, like, oh, that shit's fake. How can you watch that? Like, look, if you don't like it, you don't have to fucking watch it. <laughs> I was just making a joke, but you can yeah. talk about it either. It's fine. I don't even remember what the fuck happened, man, because I 
watched. I don't either, man. I, 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 <laughs> I watched Raw. I know the cruiserweights closed the show again. Uh, and I did not see SmackDown, and I won't be There's home for Hell in a Cell. To the, uh, G. Hate this year. Oh, yeah, right. Oh, uh, great. Yeah. They made Ultimate Warrior part of it, and people were like, dude, that guy was fucking awful. Have you heard what he said? Mm. Yeah, that, that was a big issue this week, that whole Ultimate Warrior thing, the trade. But I, I didn't even realize that, though, because I just skipped right past that shit, just like I did with the Cancer Kids. I don't need to see the <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, I'm with you. I just thought about being callous. It's just kind of like, okay, I'm not tuning in for this. And, like, I know cancer exists, right? But the thing with the Ultimate Warrior is basically, like, we all know his history in the past comments he's made about, you know, his homophobia and the queering it right and all that. Mm-hmm. So the criticism is, I'll just put it out there and you guys can decide where you stand on it, is that you're glorifying him as, like, oh, it's larger than life human being, that the human being, not the character, was... was a really quality, good person saint. And the way they're presenting him is, at least that's the criticism, is that. Mm-hmm. And not taking into account Helwig as a person and a lot of the things that he's said and done in the past are very questionable, if not immoral and unethical. Particularly to Bobby Heenan and his cancer. Yeah. Yeah, good point. That's mm-hmm. part of it, yeah. So, this is a bit of a thing this week. And I guess it's going to be proud with the rest of the month because yeah, of what Mark sure. pointed out. They did the exact same thing. They just had, they just placed the whole SmackDown basically. Entire scene. Hmm. Yeah. I didn't see SmackDown at all. I was at, uh, I was actually seeing Chris Jericho when SmackDown was on. <laughs> That would have been awesome if you had had a sign at the show that says, I'm missing SmackDown for you. I should have done that. <laughs> I don't know. He's got the light up jacket and all that shit on it when he does the Fozzie shows. Kevin Owens, Stuart Runnan? No. Ah. Oh. <laughs> so I see a little preoccupied. Jericho's like, yeah, Jer- Jericho's like, Oh, this is this must be a great rock and roll town because you got us tonight. You got Steel Panther and Stone Sour tomorrow night. And he says, who's going to the show tomorrow night? And a bunch of people <laughs> raise their hands, right? And he goes, here's what I want you to do. I want you, when Steel Panther's up on stage, in between songs, when they're doing their little spiel, start chanting Fozzy, Fozzy, Fozzy. And he's like, he's like, he's like, I, I saw those guys at a festival like a week ago, and I told them I was going to leave them a present in Niagara Falls, and that's the present, is you guys chanting Fozzy. <laughs> I'd have just just started chatting Steel Panther and Fuzzy. (laughs) So so the next night, Steel Panther, uh, sure enough, they start, you know, in between songs, people start chanting Fuzzy and they're doing their spiel. And, uh, you know, Michael Starr's up there and he's like, look, he's trying to figure out what the fuck everybody's chanting. And then he, you just see him mouth the word Fuzzy. And like, somebody must have like nodded or something and he just throws up the devil horns and smiles you know like oh okay cool <laughs> he was probably too drunk and didn't know <laughs> probably <He's> fuzzy <laughs> yeah are we called fuzzy now we're still panther <laughs> <laughs> yeah I tell you fuzzy put on a good show 
Well, that's good. Yeah. They have more pyro Worth every pyro. penny. What was that, Mark? They have more pyro than raw. No, there was no pyro. Really? Yeah. Bonzi kind of seems like the type of... Oh, maybe every concert's different, I guess, what they have for their budget. They definitely are the type of band you'd expect it, though, right? Yeah. Well, it's also, too, dependent on the venue, too. Venues, sometimes, if they if they don't if they don't want the amount of pyro, they yeah. don't allow pyro in the venue. Well, this is what, I'm, this is what I was going to say, is I've never seen pyro used in that venue until the next night. Uh, there was this uh, troupe of burlesque dancers called uh, the Cherry Bombs, that opened the Steel Panther Stone, Sh uh, Stone Sour Show. And they're out there and they're, you know, doing the fire twirling and shit like that. Which I guess is probably different than just having things explode on stage. But, you know, it's still, you know, if you can't do one form of pyro, if, you, if you're doing a different kind, I don't know. Well, it might also, too, it might be, like, in their contract, or, you know, if anything happens. You know, it might be an insurance thing, too. It's, like, sure. it might be one of those things that's, like, you know, you can pay, you can have pyro, but you have to pay this much for it, for the extra insurance just in case, you know, because I've seen concerts and venues where they, they weren't, places weren't allowed to. Mm -hmm. Like, per, prime example, uh, we've got the, the War Memorial here, that's the arena, and... I saw Ben Sevenfold there. They were supposedly have flames and pyro and all that in their show. They had they they weren't allowed to do it. Mm -hmm. But a year later, I saw Motley Crue there, and they had flames and all that other stuff in in their show. And it was allowed at the at the in the same venue, same venue. So my thing is probably because you know Motley Crue probably got Motley Crue and Alice Cooper probably got the thing probably got the got, got say okay if you're gonna pay sure. And, you yeah. know, you got to pay this much more for insurance just in case anything happens. And I would think that Stone Sour would be more inclined to do so than Fozzie would be. Yeah. Not that Jericho don't have money, but... Well, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I guess that's why he has the jacket. Yeah. Up for it, right? <laughs> yeah. I am the light show. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that's where I was Tuesday, so I didn't get around to watching SmackDown, which was the go-home show for Hell in a Cell, which I'm not going to be home for tonight, so... <laughs> yeah, Thanksgiving's more important for me. Yeah. Going to you a come celebrate it instead of eating bacon food. <laughs> yeah, I'm going definitely to... Definitely don't bomb anybody, dude. Like, straight up, not cool. No. Definitely not, yeah. That's a food. weird charity thing you're doing tonight, but... Buffalo I mean, food, I not bomb. Feeding. Buffalo food, not bombs. Misleading. Well, Food Not Bombs is a uh, is a charity organization, and they they I apparently have different chapters. Uh, the Buffalo organization uh, does a you know vegan food handout. Uh, I believe Mondays and Saturdays somewhere downtown here. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing I was saying. It's misleading. Like, their their thing is to against like cruelty and killing of animals, which is why they do the vegan meal. But it didn't say they don't. The charity has nothing to do with preventing bombs. That's why I was like, yeah, oh, no, I, I, it's all about. I, I like, thought it was a charity that was about sending like food to the Middle East rather than bombs. Yeah, yeah, me too. But it's, I mean, it, the idea is they're helping out people who need food, and I mean, obviously, that's not a bad thing. That's no. a good thing, and. But it's the, na the name definitely leads you to believe that. And that's what I thought, too, when I was looking at it. And then I was just so curious because 
Joe had mentioned he's doing the charity thing after the show. Yeah. So. But whatever, you know, people shouldn't starve, obviously. So that's cool. I got leftovers. Ain't come to my house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting through all this bird, dude. I guarantee it. <laughs> that's one of the things I don't miss about my ex. I had to fucking deal with the 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 vegetarian the vegetarian slash vegan fucking turkey she would cook here. <laughs> oh god, it was so awful. I don't know if you saw Brian's post last week. He says there's this new girl at work, and the only thing I know about her is is she's a vegan. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think I said something about it. I said, how did you know? Because, you know, they like to be let you know that they're vegan. Now, I'll say this much, right? Yeah, you know what? I love vegan. I, I do like vegan food. One of my friends owns probably the best restaurant in Syracuse, Stronghearts Cafe. It's a vegan restaurant. Anybody who comes to Syracuse has to go eat there. It's a really great restaurant, and the food there is great. But you get 10% of, day, of sales, vegan. don't you? Huh? Wait, what? 10% of sales? I don't give shit, but it's just, but, just you know, you. I, I don't, but, um, it, it's just, it's, I don't, you know, I can't, I can't do it. I tried to do vegetarian for a while. I tried and tried and it just, I couldn't do it. I just, I, you know, those weekends I got to have something, I got to have my meat, you know, and I, I see all the cruelty videos that they like to post, but, you know, and I feel bad and it grosses me out, but I'm like, but it, it, I, I, at the end of the day, I'm still going to eat meat. Yes. Yes. At the end of the day, it's like, you know what? I like going to Tully's and getting my deep fried um, ranch chicken sandwich that has bacon on it and cheese. <laughs> so. I, I think it's I, I think it's hilarious that Goldfinger and Real Big Fish have toured together at least twice, and Goldfinger are like notorious vegans, uh, whereas Real Big Fish has a song about uh, you know they'd eat people if they if it was legal. <laughs> Plus, fuck you! I have incisors. I have sharp teeth. Body is made for meat. Mm-hmm. Humans are omnivores. Yeah. Well, we're just to eat everything. It's like you said, yeah. omnivore. So. And like I say, I, I trust me. When when I'm here at home, for, for the most part, most of the week, I eat vegetarian because when I make my pasta, my pasta for like a week and a half, that that takes me a week and a half to eat. It's vegetarian. I don't have any meat, and I put I use the vegetarian meat crumbles, and I make you know my you know I make all that you know. And I eat it here, you know. I eat it when I'm home, but I, I'm at the end of the day, I'm not vegan. I'm not vegetarian. I like to eat meat when I want when I want to eat meat. You know, like G says, Taco Bell's forever. I love my Taco Bell. <laughs> 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 I had Taco Bell for lunch today. You know, <laughs> food not bombs. Oh. By the way, this is this is how this all ties in. Food not bombs uh, shares food as a form of political protest. Sharing food in a public place draws attention to the fact that society fails to provide food and housing for all people, while hundreds of billions of dollars are given to fund wars and state violence. Oh, okay. They'd, they'd rather we spent all money on food rather than bombs. Right. Yeah. So, okay. so that's that's where the name comes from. And that's uh, if anybody is in Western New York and listening to this show live, which is highly doubtful. Sorry, I'm having trouble understanding right now. Shut the fuck up, Alexa. Ah, Alexa. Anyway, if anybody is in Alexa, Western New York, silence. I I just muted her. Anyway, Alexa. She can't hear you. Strong Hearts Cafe. <laughs> she can't hear you. Anyway, uh, if anybody is in Western New York and listening to this show live, uh, there is a charity event going on actually right now at Mohawk Place. It is from 2 p.m. Uh, until 11 p.m. It is uh, seven dollars at the door. That's all going to go towards uh, food, not bombs. 
Uh, and if you bring a uh, a vegetarian uh, dish, and it does it, it can be perishable, non-perishable, it could be a prepared meal. Uh, if you bring a vegetarian donation, uh, you'll get the two dollars off of the door. Uh, and there's a bunch of uh, really cool bands playing today. Uh, Janie Crash and the Tall Men are, are one of them, uh, who I've had on, uh, who I've uh, booked a few times. I, I really dig those guys. Uh, Arcadia are friends of mine uh, who are also uh, playing at that show. The Kennedy Carpool are playing later on tonight. There's a bunch of great bands. Uh, nice. so, so, you know, and it's all for charity. So, you know, I doubt anybody in Western New York is listening live, but if you are... That's going on right now in Mohawk Place downtown on Mohawk Street. Stiff competition. So the headliner of that, that concert will be in a steel cage? Uh, or? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> we, we can make that happen. Like, <laughs> no? What's going to happen is it's a kennel from hell match, but it's food outside the thing instead of the dogs. And they're going to make people fight for food. <laughs> I have taken a stone cold stunner at this venue a few times. So. <laughs> it's going to be an interesting, interesting match because the power bomb is banned from the arena. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, like, I think some of my posts earlier too is like, you know what? I'm not hating on veg- vegan and vegetarian food. I just my, my point is like, don't don't believe it. it's not what you think it is. But my thing is like. You gotta actually, you know. Okay, yeah, we, you guys. It's easy to go make make fun of vegans because they don't. But well, they can't fight back because they don't get protein. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Let me um, get it. But, um, I don't have that pulled up. <laughs> but um, it, my thing is, it's like, like you know, I hear, I hear, I hear the hate that they get. Granted, I know they they put a lot of it on themselves, but it's like you know, some of their, you know, it, it, a lot of the, the food that they put is good. Just what my ex used to feed me wasn't that good because she couldn't cook worse shit. But <laughs> you know that that that's that's a completely different thing. <laughs> yeah, my ex tried the vegetarian thing, so I was eating vegetarian for a while. The food ain't that bad. I give you that. Yeah. Food yeah. ain't food ain't that bad. But as soon as she was gone, it was like, okay, what can we? Uh, l- let's get some meat in this house. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, like, hey, I ain't but the one killing the animals. Phallic is going near your mouth. You're a real man. Exactly. <laughs> I'm a man. <laughs> Such a man. <laughs> Ah, uh, shit. <laughs> yeah. There is a pay-per-view tonight. That is uh, that is a thing. That's, we're not, you know... Wait, wasn't there one, like, last week? And, like, two weeks yeah, ago. Two. There's one every other week. Every other week now, pretty much. Uh, yeah, yeah, there is a pay-per-view no tonight. Mercy, two weeks ago. Yeah, Hell in a Cell There's tonight. There's only, like, three matches, or four matches on this card that actually mean anything, though. Yeah, this is, here, this is, this is the crazy thing, is I actually, you know, I've been doing the pop art thing. So I may, and I've been seeing like Rob Schamberger and like Ringside Collectibles posting their shit every pay per view. Like Schamberger will post the match graphics with his paintings, and Ringside will yeah. post the match graphics with the figures. And I'm like, shit, I'm gonna do that with the pop art. So I made all the pop art for for Hell in a Cell, and then I realized I'm not gonna be home for Hell in a Cell. Ah, uh, <laughs> I don't have to know that. <laughs> so just, I so ignore what you just heard. People didn't yeah. have. Yeah, right. Well, I. 
the, they'll realize it when it's not going out anymore, when my pop art's not coming out. Anyway, uh, kickoff match tonight, Shelton Benjamin and Chad Gable versus Zack Ryder and Mojo Raleigh. Right, you didn't even have to say the second guy's name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's obviously, uh, it's obviously Gable and Benjamin. Mm-hmm. I forgot, I forgot Zack Ryder was employed. Like, come on. Woo, 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 it's over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bobby Roode versus Dolph Ziggler. Another easy one. Mm-hmm. Apparently Ziggler's supposed to have some sort of race. Yeah. What is it? I'm hoping he comes out of CM Punk. I've been waiting for <laughs> that just... one, man. Been waiting for that one. <laughs> oh, big time, eh? Anyway. Uh, Randy Orton is taking on Rusev again. God, it's a best of seven series. We just don't know it yet. Well, you see, it, seven it, to it, what factor though? I, oh, that's true. It's to the power of suck. It's <laughs> and, and Soviet Russia seven beat you. <laughs> Rusev won the last one, right? Rusev won the last one. It's been back and like Orton won the SummerSlam thing in like seconds, and then Rusev won oh. the uh, SmackDown one in seconds. Uh, with, okay. help from, with help from so Aiden t- English. So tonight it's Orton, then next pay-per-view it's Rusev. Pretty much. Got it. Okay. US, that, explains, that explains it. U.S. title. Does Orton have a lot more victories over Rusev? They're not even, are they? I no, no, no. But a lot more wins. No, you're not well, supposed to remember those. Even. You're yeah, only, you're only supposed to remember the last two matches. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But I think I you're... This this is WWE. You don't think long term. <laughs> you, you don't. Well, you think you you think long term, and WWE think long term. It's just you change the plans of, at, at, on a dime. Okay, but but here's the thing: is like if you're a WWE fan, you are not supposed to remember anything that happened before SummerSlam. What? Yeah. SummerSlam. Yeah. No, nothing <laughs> happened before SummerSlam. Everything that ha- everything that's happened since so- SummerSlam has never happened before. So everything that, that so everything in every and in, in any of the wrestling books we've read never happened. It was just all made up. Never happened. There's up. no such thing as the Montreal screw job. There was never a WCW. <laughs> yeah, man. So, actually, honestly, breaking news, SummerSlam never existed. No, SummerSlam so happened. Also, everything before SummerSlam didn't happen. So there's never so been a WrestleMania. It's been, it's been a couple weeks, man. It's over. <laughs> yeah. So Hulk so Hulk Hulkamania was never happened? Never heard of him. Uh, no, no clue. What about Andre? With that Andre guy, I thought. What about that Andre? The giant, like that seven foot four. Yeah, he, he fell over the top rope. No, no, no. There was no, never a such thing as Andre the Giant. The Andre okay, the Giant so, Memorial Battle Royal never happened. That's why uh, Mojo doesn't come out with the trophy no more. Uh, so, so Big Show's always been the biggest thing, the the largest athlete in wrestling. When did Big Show retire? Was that after SummerSlam? <laughs> Oh, he doesn't exist anymore. He hasn't been on TV in weeks. Yeah, right. There is no exactly. Pasta Mania never existed. I'm really upset. Yeah. Mean Gene's uh, burger restaurant never existed. Mean Gene never existed. Yep. Yeah, All of it never existed. This is, this is WWE logic. Aaron you... Corbin, EJ Styles. <laughs> Baron Corbin, AJ Styles, United States title match. Never existed. <laughs> I've been seen AJ in weeks. Never existed. So, 
There you go. <laughs> SmackDown women's title match, Charlotte versus Natalia. So people keep telling me I've only heard it a couple of times and I'm just like, what the fuck, man? I don't like this guy. Go away. I'm sure if I heard the song without knowing what it was, I'd be like, hey, this is pretty cool. <laughs> hey, the okay, so women's title. This is one I got a question. Do, do we get a cash in tonight? Is is Rick Flair actually there tonight? I, I, I fully support the idea of Charlotte being cashed in on but I don't see it happening until Rick is actually there, and I don't. He wouldn't be there pre on an hour. Yeah, that's why I was asking. Built so the shit out of his first wrestling appearance. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm completely on the same page as you, man. I want to see that with Rick Flair there. It's the same thing. So, I guess it's Natalia then tonight, or? Yeah, I, I see Natalia. Natalia wins via fuckery, so Charlotte gets another chance, and Rick Flair has. Oh, okay. I mean, no, that that's okay. That's a smart booking. So obviously, uh, Charlotte wins that, or that's smart. <laughs> I'm kidding. They never do anything right. Italia wins. Yeah. No, I know. I know. I'm just fucking around. Okay. Yeah, I was really confused with the champion. I'm watching this. Yeah, she's the, the crazy cat lady. cat lady champion. That's all we know. I'm watching this football game, and the, there was a pass interference call. The referee goes to throw a flag, and one of the guys just catches it. <laughs> like, no! No fucking call. <laughs> well, we caught it in the air. The other guy's out then. Rushed out. Yeah, right. You, you dropped it. You dropped this thing I, here. <laughs> the referee kicked out of the game is back in the game. It's dodgeball rule. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Natalia actually posted on Instagram a uh, photoshopped picture of Ric Flair wearing a Natalia t-shirt. <laughs> WWE title match Shinsuke Nakamura versus Jinder Mahal. Advertising want to happen, but so it's Jinder, right? Advertising for the Indian tour supposedly yeah. says that Jinder is a two-time WWE champion. Yeah, I've heard people suggest that Jinder could lose and then just win it back if he's in a match with these big I wait. It's does it just say two-time WWE champion, but not specific belt? A WWE champion, I would think, would indicate the WWE championship. Well, it would indicate that, but... Did he ever win a belt with three-man band or any of that nope. shit? Nope. You sure? Yep. You looked it up? Okay. If, if, if Joe's wrong, it's on him, not me, because I didn't look it up. I did not look it up, but I am fairly certain I am correct. Jinder Mahal. Let's find out. I guess we'll do research while we're on the air. Who knew? Maybe. I mean, maybe maybe they made a typo and they met a two-time employee. Maybe. <laughs> that would make more sense. Two-time WWE employee. Yeah, we've seen <laughs> this type of stuff before, though. <laughs> we've seen this type of stuff before where things in advertising suggest, and it, it doesn't always play out that way. So, I mean. Now, only one-time current WWE. I, I do. I completely understand why you would have an Indian champion in India, obviously. But holy shit, he was ranked thirtieth in the PWI five hundred this year. Ah, uh. that's okay. That, that, that's kayfabe, so he is. Joby. Yeah. My mouse decided it doesn't want to work on my laptop. Also, for some reason, the Singh brothers are classed as his managers. 
Mm-hmm. We just lost JT. Just scroll down to championships and accomplishments in Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. yeah, that's what we did. He's won, he's won indie championships. Mm-hmm. Okay. Alright, well, we'll see. I'll put a little asterisk beside that. Try to remember. Is, if, uh... is the PWA Canadian Tag Team Champion. That's a pretty important title where I come from. In the Prairie Wrestling Alliance. The Prairie Wrestling Alliance is big time. Theoretically. I've been to PWA events. Actually, sorry, I'm just kidding. Okay, well, we'll we'll see if it makes a difference. Maybe they flip the title and flip it back. Oh, that's possible for sure. I'd imagine my computer is fucking acting up here. Anyway, uh, Hell in a Cell SmackDown Tag Team Title Match: The Usos versus The New Day. Is this where New Day wins and Usos don't get another shot and you give somebody else a crack at the title? Or do the Usos win and the New Day win it back at the next SmackDown pay-per-view? Depends if they really want to... Well, there, there is that thing about the Usos. Or not the Usos, about the New Day. They wanted to give them, like, their record for most titles. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I could like see them flipping it. Way, yeah, they'd have to lose to the Usos and then... I got the Vegas odds in front of me. This is one of the only matches where there's no decisive. They're basically even. All right. so I want to. I wouldn't bet on that match. Yeah. I have no idea. I'm supposed to. I gotta do that predicting thing shit tonight. But yeah. Hell in a Cell falls count anywhere match. Shane McMahon and Kevin Owens. So the falls well, count anywhere. Just falls count anywhere now. Okay. It's a hell in a cell falls count anywhere. Well, so, Shane McMahon's known for falling anywhere, so. <laughs> basically, that's like they're going to break out of the cell and he can they can pin each other anywhere. Yeah, so they can do the jump. One of them will jump off the cell. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. The long, this one's a long-term story, though. This one has to be Owens winning, right? And then they can lead it up to, like, Triple H or whatever coming back. Because, you know, Triple H and... I mean, okay, again, this is the logical thing, but Triple H has a storyline with him giving the belt and all that shit, and, like, beat up the old man, and Stephanie's all mad, and... I mean, it's all there, so... Mm-hmm. Of course, I mean, they, they, they didn't follow up with lots of things in the past. I get that, but... They usually have one or two things kind of started now that at least go to the Royal Rumble. I bet you that's one of them. If, if I had to pick anything going on right now, storyline-wise... Oh, such a shame they did not let this have the uh, the implication that Kevin Owens Kevin Owens gets to run the show though. Mm -hmm. That's the real tragedy of the, uh, the for story. sure. Well, the 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 rumor. They have two. Yeah. I suppose it would make Brian a bitch. That would be entertaining. Mm -hmm. Always is. Anybody who's Kevin Owens is just basically entertaining. Well, you have the two authority figures, but... Oh, God, it would be great. Kevin would make him get him hot dogs and shit, knowing he's a vegan. Yeah, Sammy Zane would be the chat. How do you know he's vegan? <laughs> anyway, well, you, you have to understand that there's a hierarchy here where Shane McMahon is technically Daniel Bryan's boss. So if Kevin Owens takes Shane McMahon's position, he becomes Daniel Bryan's boss. And releases him from his contract so he can go to New Japan. Pretty Yay. much, yes. <laughs> Everybody wins well, that, except that, that maybe temporary a, paralysis. 
a botched comic I read recently where Daniel Bryan makes the stipulation that whoever wins becomes the general manager. Then he runs away because he's the general manager. <laughs> 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 whoever wins replaces me to win Japan. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's what's going on tonight uh, at Hell in a Cell on the WWE Network. The low, low price of nine ninety nine. Yeah. I haven't seen the network before, so it never existed. <laughs> uh, yeah, everything on the network, it's just, it's all CGI animated. Everything before SummerSlam. Like, yeah, it's, like, all like, fake. it's all it's fake. All, it's all fake. Not, yeah. not so shills. It's all actually fake. Anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, let's get into a break song. Yeah, I picked a... Uh... Uh, cover of uh, Tom Petty's American Girl by a band called Tom. Awesome, and as soon as my computer decides it wants to work, we'll be playing it. <laughs> Here it goes. Hopefully. There it is! Alright, cool.
on board wrestling fan radio we've got some ads to get through here and, and i mean some ads we have like three of them uh first of all a uh we want to talk about youtube.com slash the pro wrestling top five uh that is the pro wrestling top five with hosts uh pw torch columnist sean valentino former pro wrestling.net senior editor rich twilling and former wwe diva shelly martinez uh, their latest episode is the top five SummerSlam moments. You can catch that at youtube.com slash the pro wrestling top five. Uh, they've also got a new video up um, that you can check out. And this is uh, and uh, warning. You may need some alcohol before watching this. It's a music video parody of Michael Jackson's thriller and a tribute to the podcast. Something to wrestle with with Bruce Pritchard and Conrad Thompson. It stars w former WWE diva Shelly Martinez and media personality Sean Valentino, as well as former ProWrestling.net senior editor Rich Twilling, uh, who hosts, of course, the weekly show The Pro Wrestling Top 5 at YouTube.com slash The Pro Wrestling Top 5. Um, and lastly, um, is this a whole thing here? No. Okay. Uh. Broken Wedding Vows, an ebook, is a romantic struggle between a high school senior and a young married woman in the conservative 1950s. Jimmy, a clean-cut teenager in 1958, and Carol, a very religious young married woman, are entangled in a tender and sometimes humorous relationship as their lives collide unexpectedly into an unexpected attraction to each other. Jimmy finds something fresh and beautiful in Carol, a religious young woman who wears a mysterious gold chain around her neck that intrigues him. And Carol discovers that Jimmy's positive outlook on life and sensitive nature fulfills the need for love in her life. Both try to break free of this unlikely and forbidden attraction to each other and also must struggle with a blackmailer's threats. Jimmy immerses himself in his history books and Carol goes to church to seek guidance and even distracts herself by volunteering to do work for a neighbor she doesn't even like, but none of those strategies seems to work too well to quell this attraction. Trouble is definitely brewing for both. Something's got to be done before the town folk, friends, family, and Carol's husband figure out what's going on, especially when a blackmailer threatens to expose it all. Available for 99 cents on Amazon Kindle, iBooks, Smashword.com, excuse me, Smashwords.com, and other fine sites. Ah. Anything, anything of note going on in New Japan? Why, yes, there is. They have a big show coming up in about 12 hours, and uh, that would be King of Pro Wrestling, the last significant show before Wrestle Kingdom, really. They have a few other things, but it's all downhill after this, and uh, this, well, this morning's show um, has a number of matches with considerable fallout. The opening tag, and I know I mentioned this last week, but now it's only 12 hours away and more stuff has happened. We got a six-man tag with Bullet Club and LIJ, and we've got Bad Luck Fale on one side and Hiromu Takahashi on the other side, and that could be very interesting. Um, they've also got... The debut of a new mystery tag team in a junior heavyweight tag title match, the current champs of Ricochet and Coach Taguchi are taking on 
Rapungi 3K, Rocky Romero has decided that he is a coach as well, and he's not actually the team, he's guiding the team. So, who's this team that Rocky Romero is bringing in to challenge for the junior tag belts? There's a lot of speculation that the Tempura boys are coming back from their excursion in Ring of Honor. Uh, we don't know that, but um, Sho Tanaka and Yoe Kamatsu were pretty popular young lions before they left, and them coming back would actually be very timely. If it's not them, I have no idea who it is. But there's been no hint at all. So that's going to be a big surprise. Either way, well, I was going to say I don't see them winning, and I kind of don't logically, but then Ricochet is all over everywhere. He's not exclusive to New Japan, so I would not be totally shocked to have this debuting mystery team actually win these, because let's face it, when the Young Bucks don't have them, the junior tag belts aren't necessarily treated so great, which is an important point for later. Uh, the heavyweight tag match is not something I really care to see again, because it's the same match we saw three times on the Destruction Tour. This time it's an elimination match, but still, enough, we get it. So right now, Killer Elite Squad from Suzuki Goon has the belt. That's uh, Davy Boy Smith and Lance Archer. And they should keep them, and they should keep them for a while. War Machine is really good, but... They need some time not being the champs right now, and frankly, if Killer Elite Squad doesn't have the titles, there's not a lot of point in them being there. Gorillas of Destiny just needs a timeout. And you know, let Tamatonga have a singles run for a while or something, I don't know, but you know, this same three teams over and over again is starting to not get fun. Two matches that have title implications for possibly Power Struggle and maybe for Wrestle Kingdom as well. You've got a uh, Chaos versus Bullet Club match where you have Jado, Beretta, and Yoshihashi against Marty Skrull, Cody Rhodes, and Omega. This is important because Yoshihashi is challenging for the U.S. title against Kenny Omega during the Ring of Honor were in the States. So they're setting up for that. The other match, uh, Makabe and Hiroshi Tanahashi are fighting Juice Robinson and Kota Ibushi. Ibushi's going to be challenging Tanahashi for the IC title. And there's a lot of speculation that Ibushi's going to win the IC title, and that's how we get Ibushi versus Omega at Wrestle Kingdom. I don't know how the U.S. title would factor into that. Maybe it's only defended at U.S. shows. I don't know. They've changed their minds about that, but that's important for where things go. The top three matches, though, are why this card is going to be awesome. And this is one of those cases where even if you know exactly who's going to win going into it, you know the matches are going to be fantastic and you almost don't care. The first one, Kushida defends the junior heavyweight title against Will Ospreay. 
there is a lot of speculation that Osprey's going to win. And I'm thinking he will also because they have set up a Will Osprey Hiromu Takahashi feud beautifully. But it only works if Osprey has the belt. So I think Osprey is taking it from Kushida tonight. He'll hold it till Wrestle Kingdom, where if there is any justice whatsoever, Hiromu will win it from Osprey at Wrestle Kingdom, which interestingly enough would be the second time he's done that because when he showed back up last year, he showed back up in November. His first actual match was a junior heavyweight title match against Kushida at Wrestle Kingdom, which he won, and then he went undefeated for a long time after that. So it would just be pretty awesome if Hiromu gets to do the same thing a second time that he's got a her title shot at Wrestle Kingdom and he wins it again. So that that would be great. Then you've got Naito defending his G1 Tokyo Dome main event spot against Kishi. If ever anybody could win the briefcase away from him, it would be Ishii, mm-hmm. but there, there's no way that that's going to happen. I, I just do not in a million years see that happening. Get to why in a second. The main event, Okada defending the heavyweight title against Evil. I think Evil's going to completely dominate Okada and just totally make him look like a bitch, and then Okada's going to pull a Rainmaker out of nowhere and keep the title until Wrestle Kingdom. All of this is going on, and then in the background there's some other stuff. They had a big press conference for King of Pro Wrestling earlier today, and just before that, LIJ met at a restaurant, which is kind of their thing. They'll meet at a restaurant, and Naito will demand that the press join them there. And they did that. Evil got pissed and walked out. Because he didn't like that Naito said, I'm predicting Okada's going to win, but I really want Evil to win, and I would like to see him shatter expectations and just, you know, beat Okada. And Evil's like, I've beaten Okada. You know, you shouldn't look at me as an underdog, and he got mad and walked out. So now, of course, everybody in America is going, oh, LIJ's breaking up, and Evil's going to turn on Naito and cost him a match. That's not happening. That's not how it works over there. It's not going to be like that. But, not going to lie, a complete LIJ main event would be cool at Wrestle Kingdom, but that is not the story they're telling. The main event is going to be Naito versus Okada, and Naito's going to win. He almost has to. Well, no, he does have to. We have seen very slowly Okada kind of losing it. He he wins his matches, he keeps his titles, but only just. More and more people are just completely kicking the shit out of him, and it's not as easy as it used to be. With that, you have definitely seen the rise of Naito over the last two years specifically. There's no other story to tell right now than Okada losing the title to Naito at Wrestle Kingdom. And 
if you look at ticket sales for Wrestle Kingdom, all the ringside and all of the Arena A seats are already sold out. Last year at this time, that didn't happen until the beginning of December. So, yeah, everybody who keeps saying that Naito's not really a draw and it's all Okada and it's all, you know, Okada Omega is the only thing, you know, how does that humble pie taste? Because you bitches are wrong. <laughs> You're looking at ticket sales as your metric of everything. And yet people are just grasping at straws to not give credit to Naito for being a draw. I've read a lot of stuff about, oh, well, it's the company itself that's selling tickets. It's like WWE now. Um, no, it isn't. You know, if you look at last year's ticket sales, this year's are way up, and they're more expensive, too. Well, they're buying them because they want to see Naito dethrone Okada. And that's all there is to it. So we'll, we'll see how that plays out, but the show's going to be... I think 3 a.m. my time, but I don't have to go to work tomorrow, so I get to watch <laughs> it as it happens. You know, sure, it's supposedly Indigenous People's Day, but they gave me the day off so I could watch King of Pro Wrestling. We know how that goes. <laughs> it's what they would have wanted. Well, no, that, that, according to South Park, they it, tomorrow's our day to our one day to bitch about everything. Oh, <laughs> or something like it. That was what the message was for the episode last week. But 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 internet. I know. I, I guess they didn't have the internet back then, though. So. Don't <laughs> so yes. like every day is Columbus Day now. Go figure. <laughs> well, that's still oh. that's cool. Three a.m. isn't a big deal. You get your sleep back. Oh yeah, and it, it'll be worth it because it's gonna be. Too bad it wasn't great. for. Too, too bad it's not 4 a.m. Because, you know, if you didn't make it, we'd know that you loved it all along. <laughs> just like sunny days when we didn't know because we're all dumb and jaded. <laughs> I had to, sorry, I had to throw the Ireland Keys reference in there. I was say, I get the reference. <laughs> yeah, you, you did. <laughs> oh, did. Did you put it in the news or should we talk about the wedding of the year now? Wedding of the year? I don't think so. <laughs> I already went to the wedding of the year. I posted a picture of me in a in a in a, in a no. I know, with a I, I know what she's talking about too. But I mean, anything that gets JT to dress up in a suit—that's that, true. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll grant that. But um, if you don't follow Hiromu Takahashi on Twitter, your life is empty and meaningless, and you should remedy that as quickly as possible because he posted on his Twitter that he was happy to announce the wedding of Daryl and Carol. So Daryl the cat has gotten married. Now, I, I don't know how this ties into the 57 days. First it was like 66 days or whatever, but he keeps talking about Daryl and, you know, 57 days left or whatever. And if you count the days, it's one of the days that World Tag League is going on. It's not the end of it, but apparently something's going to go down at World Tag League, and nobody has any idea what, but considering that everything that man touches turns to gold, it's 
going to be worth watching no matter what it is. So um, let the speculation commence. All right. Teddy Hart signed. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Money and Teddy Hart versus the other two cats would make sense. Daryl and Carol team up. Will Ospreay's got... team of love. Will Ospreay's got to get involved in that too, doesn't he? Yeah. (laughs) So, the Carol character is pretty new, right? I really wonder if there's a Walking Dead connection. I I can't help it. Yeah, and... I don't know if he's familiar with that or if he just picked a rhyming name and didn't have any idea. I mean, it could go either way. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, the rhyming name thing actually makes sense. Yeah. Oh, weird. Weird coincidence, probably, but... Hey, you know where weird coincidences happen all the time? (laughs) In JT land! Oh, shit. You know, I don't know. I have nothing to, to say it was brought by. Maybe booze. Maybe every time Trump speaks, we need booze. Sometimes three, three shots or two, and it's, of course, hopefully it's great booze, terrific booze. Hopefully, let's just, just hope, just hope. Come on, you believe me? It's got to be great booze. If you're gonna drink while Trump speaks, it's got to be great booze with the best booze. Come on, terrific repeated shots. Come on, not like you say, not very big, but just take shots, just not too much. Don't don't black out. Every time Trunks speaks, speaks, we need booze. And holy shit, I just made that up legit on the fly. So, like, <laughs> right there two seconds ago. I did not have any plan on doing anything this week, and I just said booze. And Lieutenant of course, Dan would be proud. Lieutenant Bear, of course. Lieutenant, and you, if you notice, I changed to injured me in the, in, in the, in the, in hospitalized me in the, in the pictures because, you know. You never anything can happen in JT Land. I lose a fight with a with a with a soup can, end up with six stitches in my my left hand, my my jerk off hand. So, you know. So, but no matter how many how bad the country gets, we can always count on white people renovating houses. It's not that bad. You always can have a visit from the stranger for a couple of days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I'm gonna before I get into Virgil stuff, um, chic stuff. You know, it's something that's kind of been in my attention all week, only because. I don't like to get political. I know we've talked about this earlier, and I said you want to get into the raid the, the, the earlier. And it, it's funny, it got me this week. Um, basically, it's it, you know, I, you all know I'm a Raiders fan, and my, you know, I, I I I'll I'll bleed silver and black till I die. You know, I, I you know, no matter what. And last week, the quarterback, our quarterback, Derek Carr, got injured during the during the game. Mm-hmm. Um. After the game, immediately I started seeing posts online about the players throwing the game and allowing him, not purposely not blocking him because he was the only one to stand during the national anthem and while the rest of the team took a knee. Um, it, 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 you know, it's happened. It, I've gotten more, more than once. Actually, I have to come out and say it's the person I've been seeing recently who... I dated previously and we separated and we got back together and she called me earlier this week and she said, aren't you mad at your team for doing that? And I'm like, it's rumors. They're not making, I, I, they're not making, they did, they weren't doing this because he, he was the lone wolf that took a knee. That's not a fact. They didn't come out and admit that they, 
the, the team didn't. No one's on the team has come on and admitted that they, they purposely didn't block for Derek Carr because he got injured. You know, they nobody's saying that. You know, I got shit for it, and, and any logical person has come to me. I, I've told that too. I said, dude, that's crazy that a team would purposely not block for so that so that their, their quarterback got injured. Yeah. And I got shit for that from from the person. I mean, but first he's a trumpet, so I'm not that surprised. Football fans but are a special kind of stupid. I will, is, I will, is that is that theory being prop? Like, is that like from television media, radio media, or is that just internet trolls? It's it, it's 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 internet. Trust me. Okay. It's internet okay. That explains I, all I need to well, know about that. Well, one of the other things she came right out and said as she because she was typical Trump Trump Fox News watcher. Any, because I wasn't agreeing with her, I was immediately wrong. I got talked over. I would agree to. I had to agree to disagree. Black people were racist. It was exactly the words out of her mouth. Okay, yeah, well. black people are racist, which I know that's not to be true because you know what? Fucking, I work with a shit ton of them, and I there are there what for every one or two that I that I know that are, you know, you know that that might possibly be. The rest of them aren't. Um, so basically, you know, I went through, and you know, like I say, a lot of the people I've talked to about this are like, that's fucking crazy. It's the fucking craziest thing I've ever heard. I went through the Raiders page, one of their, uh, and I actually somehow found the article. This is how I know that this is, that, that, that this, a lot of this was bullshit and it's speculation. It was an article, it was an opinion piece, and it said racist players refuse to block for Derek Carter. So, you know, fake news. But, you know, you can't explain that to Trumpets. Um, but I will say this much. If there's an, if an investigation happens and it actually ends up true that they did, they, did, they, did, they, did not, they did this stuff on purpose to get him hurt, I believe that all those players that did, that did it, they should be fined. Mm-hmm. And every game that Derek Carr is injured and he has to miss, that those players should be suspended. Okay, I will say this much. This is how I'm showing I'm not on any either part of this fucking spectrum because you know what? I don't agree that you know they should you know that 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 they that that what you know that you know it, I don't agree that they should have not blocked for them for him. Okay, you know my thing is you know what? he got injured last week. They played one of the best teams in the league in Denver. They played one of the best defenses in the league. They're gonna go for him no matter what. He's a he he's a hot commodity. They're going to try to get him out because you know what? The AFC West is the, one of the best divisions in football. And if you can take one of the star people out of that, you're going to get, they're going to get to get him out of that. I don't believe any of this conspiracy shit. Yeah. I'm, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. And I, yeah, I know it goes to my, it's my level, but you know what? And it's happened on a national level. And I will, I will say this much. I'm not, I'm not, I, I will, I, I, but I will, but I will let sit and wait until everything's factual comes out before I will actually believe make anything, any, any belief or anything. Of course. So, with the internet too, but I mean, yeah, I, I, I think that team, the Raiders team should have the option to be able to like just terminate those guys' contracts completely yeah. because they're paid to do that. That's their job to yeah. block their quarterback. So yeah. I, I, I'm with you. It doesn't make a lot well, of sense. Well, well, if so, they wanted to be political about it, there's better choices yeah. if they chose to, and the facts come out like you said. But I, but I, but, but now, if if they are racists, why wait till now? 
Yeah, that's also a weird part of it. <laughs> well, yeah. but that was the thing. Well, she was she she the, the part she kept coming at me like, well, they did it perfectly. Oh. Like, Dude, they were it's your though, man. I mean, well, we're we're <laughs> we're, te- we're technically still together. We haven't officially broken off for the broken yeah. off for the second time yet. But um, it's like I haven't talked to her since that conversation. But it was like you know she almost got a hang up right there because it was like you're going <laughs> on speculation. They played. Denver, who the last two football seasons have had the number one defense in the league, they're in the top three this year. And you're saying that you're saying this, <laughs> you're saying you know he got he they they did shitty, be, you know. Not to so, mention they're playing division rivals. I know yeah. that's what I'm saying. This is the, the and the AFC West is the toughest division and probably the toughest division in the NFL. They've got three potential playoff teams. You know, well, but I mean, it doesn't even matter who they're playing. The other team's job is to take out the quarterback. Sure, no matter who it is. At the end of the day, it's like one team's job is to protect them. And, yeah. Well, and my my my, my point isn't who the other team was, but the fact that it's division rivals, and you know, you're not going to protect your quarterback against a team that you need to beat. Well, yeah. even worse, though. But you're, again, uh, you're out of all the games, yeah, out of all the games that you can leave your quarterback hanging to get hurt. You're gonna do it against a division rival that doesn't make well, any fucking sense. Football team, well, football much... fans are a special kind of fucking stupid. Yeah, I know. Okay. Trolls too, man. Like, come on. Well, I just, I just figured I had to say that, and I didn't want because I know I didn't want. I just, I figured, I figured, I, you know, this is my voice to say it. Yeah. You know, like I said, I've got a lot of right. I got a lot of conservatism, conservatism on my conservatives, cons, conservatives on my in my Facebook friend list. So. You know, obviously, a couple of weeks back, it, for those who saw it, while well, I kept it up before I deleted it, I had my rant about the whole kneeling thing. You know, of course, it was alcohol fueled, but I, you know, I figured I needed to say what I needed to say, and you know, I got tired of it's. It's very one sided. What I see, like Joe has a lot of like minded on his page. I don't. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of, you know. Oh, I, I no, highway. I've I've got you the know? conservatives too, man. Believe me. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they all love their country and they want to remind us about the troops every chance they get or 9 11 or mm-hmm. um gun how, how guns taking how gun control is going to take all their guns away how obama's still coming for their guns even though he hasn't been in office in 10 months you know mm-hmm. i see this a lot and for some reason i just felt that you know i don't have much in jt land this week so i'm gonna i just figured i'd, I'd take it and i'd speak my mind yeah it's your segment, man. So, so on that note, Pokemon, go fuck yourself. Goodbye, AOL Instant Messenger. Go fuck yourself. Women are going to make Cam Newton humble. Deshaun Watson breaks suplex everybody today, buddy. Bubba. The Giants are giant jabronis. And of course, we've got the fuck money champion, Virgil. Okay, <laughs> and let me just let me just dial up uh, K-Fape News for her. Okay. I'm getting better at the iPod thing, folks. I'm getting a lot better at it. First one, WWE 2K18 allows, allows gamers to play but not win as Co- as Kurt Hawkins. Seems legit. Mm-hmm. Sister Abigail to be portrayed by Trish Stratus? Headline, fra- headline phrased and formal question implies so. <laughs> Timekeeper apparently thinks ringing bell repeatedly will stop post-match beatdown. <laughs> Oh, here's a good one. Was Shawn Michaels the Marty of the Rockers? 
Kevin Owens shocks wrestling fans with new six-pack abs. And finally, this one again. This is perfect. And and this week, Shane Mc Shane McMahon packs a parachute a parachute just be just in case. <laughs> and that that that's your JT land this week, guys. Always, you know. My brother got his tenders. G hasn't updated the G hasn't updated the meme yet. He got his tenders, but still has the same look on his face. And you know, I'm a drunk. We know that. Let's stop that by now. We know that much. <laughs> Even though I got out of my DWI with a with a non-moving violation and a hundred and sixty dollar fine. Okay, I think we've talked about that on the show. But moving oh, on. Oh, 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 and I, oh, and I, oh, and, and I'm HIV negative. Yay! <laughs> Hooray! So, for those who were wondering, yeah, there were a couple of, you know... Ah, Michael Starr, I, I, you motherfucker! <laughs> well, no, it, it's not even that. You know what? You know what? One thing, we, 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 don't pro- we, don't, we don't promote being a star on here, but one thing I will promote is that we always, always, always pro- promote wrapping it up when you have sex. I, I, was, making a, I was making a Steel Panther reference, but... <laughs> I know, I know. I know you were. I know who Michael Starr is. I know you do. <laughs> but, um, I thought maybe you misheard I always, me. <laughs> I will always promote wrapping it up, and I always do, and especially since my ex, I've always wrapped it up, but I've had instances where it has broken, and it has slipped up. So... And 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 with this, I just had to take a precaution when I had my stitches off a couple of weeks ago to make sure I didn't have anything. They offered it to me, so I said yes. You know, hell, I was even. You know what? At this point, how she after coming finding out how shady my ex was, I wanted to do it just to make sure my ex wasn't lying to me and saying, you know, and because I know how my ex is when she drinks, and she ain't the most responsible person. Hey, fair so, enough. Even is smart. So. I, well, I know you asked the other night about it. I didn't want to get on because I know some of them are on Facebook, on my Facebook still. Because I had one recently wanted to, that got pissed at me because I wouldn't have sex with her without a condom, and I'm like, no, it's not happening. Happening. Uh, you're you're smart. You're doing the right thing. If they don't, you know? fuck them. Well, no, don't fuck them. But you know what I mean. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know. So I'm just saying, like, I know you asked, and you know, like, I didn't want, because I didn't want some of them seeing that and saying, well, you well, know. Well, I was just like, what the fuck is this status update? That, well, actually. My reaction was, but this is not a fucking left field. Like, I, I, I knew, I knew, I knew. The thing is, I knew I didn't have it, but because they told me when I, when they, when they took my blood, they're like, well, we'll know in a couple of days. We'll call you if you have it. But we'll okay. send you a letter if you don't. So I, I didn't want to like get cocky and say no, I didn't have it, and then the next day they'll call me. Yeah. So I just wanted to make sure I got the confirmation. I got the confirmation letter, and I know this much. I know I haven't I don't have it because I haven't had sex in almost a year. So, you know, I know I didn't just recently catch it from somebody. So, <laughs> <laughs> on that note, that's your JT land this week. You're not gonna get any more. You're not gonna get any more in depth from me. <laughs> in the weeks to come, promotion. I'm sure. I'm sure at the hospital they inserted the nanotechnology into your blood for robot mind control. That's coming, buddy. <laughs> Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Uh, it's brought to you by JT. Not having AIDS. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Cantonese corner with noise. Yeah. So um, recently this week, <clears throat> CM Punk was talking about how. Bob Holly once punched him really fucking hard in the eye. Um, I performed Bob Holly punching CM Punk in the eye in my drama class. And by drama class, I mean the bushes outside Alexa Bliss's house. <laughs> Buddy Murphy in the role of Bob Holly and me playing CM Punk. 
Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, that's good. <laughs> fucking hate. I fucking uh, hate you, buddy, man. Alright. I did that once. Super long, unnecessary intro that ends with with Spatula City, Spatula City, Spatula City. <laughs> I don't think there's anything new in there anyway. Yeah, yeah. No, there is a lot. There's new. there's new stuff, but we'll worry about it next week because we, yeah, we got no, ten no, minutes. No, 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 come on, Dude, I said I needed to get out of here earlier on time. We got ten <laughs> minutes left. I'm getting through the fucking news. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With this friendly reminder of some stupid shit you didn't care about in the first place. WWE has officially confirmed Shayna Baszler is now at the WWE Performance Center, i.e. contracted to WWE. According to her interview with TMZ, Stephanie McMahon's offer to Ronda Rousey to work a WWE match still stands. According to Dana White, Brock Lesnar's WWE contract doesn't expire until August of 2018. Brock is now billed for Survivor Series. At this point, we have no idea who's who his opponent will be. Uh, rumors suggest Finn Balor is a possibility due, hit, due to his previous uh, run with the title, etc. Day. Well, day, yeah, sure. That also works. <laughs> well, they're going to play the... No one remembers anything for SummerSlam. Let's just go with a gong. Gong. Yeah. You know? I'm coming for you, Brock. I shaved my head again because you beat me. <laughs> <laughs> WWE locks the doors and sets fire to all... Uh, uh, and sets fire all outside the arena to make sure the crowd doesn't leave during 205 Live. Uh, that from the heck, the Hectus on uh, Reddit. Kane was there, too. Yeah. The reason AJ Styles hasn't been on SmackDown as much lately is because WWE is saving him for the dark match, so people won't leave before 205 <laughs> Live is taped. Can't teach that. <laughs> I was wondering where he was, so I guess that was the thing they're doing. Yeah. As crazy as this seems, the current plan for the Sister Abigail storyline is for Bray Wyatt to play Sister Abigail and have her be another persona of Bray's in the same way that the demon is another facet of Finn Balor. Now, now yeah. I, I'm just going to say, there's <laughs> a way they can do this properly. Okay. There actually really is if he's just completely fucking insane, and it would I would be okay with that. If he's marching down the ring in a dress with a rolling pin, I'm not going to be okay with <laughs> yes, that. Yes, I okay. agree. <laughs> that's what I'm envisioning, dude. Like, <laughs> I, I agree with uh, I agree with noise. Yeah. Like, how how would you do it though? Completely Otlins, just like yeah, just make it clear that he's just insane. Abigail is a voice in his head telling him to do things, and just Whoa. go with that way rather than just putting a man in a dress. Well, how... as, as someone who created the demon back in 1973. If you go to kissonline.com and pay $27.99, I will tell you how to do how to completely do your own demon by yourself. You know, I, every time a demon is mentioned, I get 72 cents. <laughs> I, I just wonder how you actually show that to the audience, though. His promos would have to tell it, I guess. Mm -hmm. I, I just see, like, crazy, like, 
you know, with a lipstick smear face type of thing. Yeah. Like you're yeah, talking about. Don't roll. Yeah. I don't know, man. I guess we'll see. Yes, we will. Well, I'll fast forward, but yes, we will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The success of the return of WCW stars like Sting and Goldberg may have led to the decision for WWE to revive the War Games match at NXT TakeOver. Seeing that El Dandy turned 55 this week, a return is imminent. Who are you to doubt? That one from BretHart.com. <laughs> El Dandy. Hey, who are you to doubt El Dandy? Uh-huh. Yeah, little things in the news aren't always important to everyone else, but they are to me. Speaking of things that are wrong. Yeah, G yeah. says this is incredibly wrong. Wearing my APA always pounding ass shirt to a rape victim support group was a bad idea. Uh, this from Parallel Bledzo on, uh, on Reddit. I'm not a rape victim or anything, but I just b- thought my 5XL authentic Attitude Era shirt could brighten their day. Yeah, and for the record, there was one even worse than that I considered doing for Cantonese Corner, but thought it would be too far. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you did, because I think I'm positive I know the one you're thinking about. And I, yeah. I, I think you that. Yeah, when I, when I saw that other one, I saw this one, I'm like, oh, this one isn't so bad. This one is awful. No, it's kind of clever in a really twisted way. <laughs> Yay, another trial that could drag on like an episode of Raw. Bray Wyatt's wife, Samantha Rotunda, has sent subpoenas to WWE requesting full documentation of its income and earning capacity as part of her divorce proceedings. She alleges that he is, he was or is having an affair with ring announcer Jojo Offerman. Her subpoenas were requested in April and again in August. Yada yada yada, in response, her attorneys filed a memo claiming that WWE was acting in bad faith and was attempting to intimidate them from conducting discovery on her husband's finances. Please paint Jojo's sister over again. Oh, yeah, that would be awesome. That uh-huh. would be pretty smart. Yeah. One thing that's interesting about this is the whole discovery thing. That was a big issue with uh, the punk case. Mm-hmm. I think it still might be. Could be. Episodes of WCW Thunder and Sunday Night Heat are being held up indefinitely on the WWE Network due to the ongoing lawsuit with Raven and Buff Bagwell over WWE Network compensation. Okay, first of all, you know what, really guys? Um, first of all, Buff, you weren't that great. Shut up. Just, hey, just, he's the stuff. <laughs> you weren't that great. Take what WWE will give you and just be glad you got paid for that. Hey, uh, what WWE, about me? What about WWE, Raven? WWE? Pay the fuckers, okay? Just pay the fuckers. Get the shit out of there. Like, seriously. Don't, 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 don't hold people up. They want to see this crap. Just see it. Yeah, <laughs> Take I, it I need to see David Arquette on Thunder. Here's they, the... They is, but if WWE pays them... Episodes, though. If WWE just, just pays remember. them, then they gotta pay everybody else. Just, just, just remember, <laughs> just remember, just remember, just remember. Well, what? that's the thing. I, I want to see... Well, WCW... Blah, 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 blah. Thunder, Thunder <laughs> has to be on the network because it was in Syracuse one night. So when Macho Man was champion, so that has to be, that has to get on the network. Come on, <laughs> no. uh, they couldn't. Yeah, that was, that was huh? years ago. Hey, I, I remember because remember we had the free, we had the free tickets and we had to give out to people. <laughs> they they had it at my work when I worked at Papa John's. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, I'm sure this is get that one's gonna get sorted out one way or another. Well, speaking of more lawsuits. Speaking yeah. to live audio Poor wrestling, God. Colt Cabana says the lawsuit by WWE's Dr. Chris Amon is costing him a lot of money. 
The update is, it's still going on, it's costing me a lot of money, and that's the extent my lawyers will allow me to talk. Well, that's what you get for exposing ZPAC, eh? God forbid to host a podcast. Yeah, right. <laughs> Speaking of which, <laughs> oops. <laughs> uh, Matt Hardy on Twitter. Guys, don't forget about me. Look, I'm misspelling some words to show you my extraordinary creativity. Delete! Obese! Don't forget I used to be relevant. <laughs> That from Secret Plays on Reddit. <laughs> According That's to... okay, Matt. We'll, we'll always forget about you. <laughs> yeah, but what is he? He's tagging with Jason Jordan, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's really it, isn't it? Because I know, I know Jeff Hardy had a second surgery. I left that out of the news. That's all you need to know. It's just yeah. another two of them now. There's an interesting parallel here, though, that no one else has brought up. When they split up American Alpha... They paired up um, Chad Gable with another black guy, and now they've paired up the black guy with another white guy. Huh. You're not so wrong. APA, always pounding ass, coming full circle. <laughs> I, I've, I've only just realized that in my head, so maybe that's why no one else does. We'll never know the difference. So now we don't deal with some of the Usos in the, uh, the New Day. They're just going to mix all the teams up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> According to Lucha Underground's executive producer, El Rey has a limited window of time left to announce season four. And if that passes, they're free to shop the show around to other networks. As of right now, though, there's still a tentative plan for El Rey to produce season four, but with a greatly reduced budget compared to the first three. I thought, I thought the third one already had a greatly reduced budget. Did? Yeah. I don't know, I haven't been able to watch the third one because I get El Rey, but the only episode that Sling TV has up on demand is from season three, or is from uh, season two, really? rather. Season two, yeah. Is Sling their official, like, streamer? I, no, I just... It's weird, though, because I used to be able to watch Lucha Underground later. Like, I'd, it would air, and then I'd watch it later. And now it's like... Yeah, we have one episode of Lucha Underground. It's from season two. Like, what the fuck? So maybe, I haven't maybe seen. Maybe Swank's not buying the rights then. I guess I don't know. Or El Ray, or El Ray's just not putting it out on demand. They really don't like money. I guess. <laughs> well, don't worry, don't worry, Gene. This is Gene Simmons here. Um, I love money, so I will <laughs> take any money I possibly can get. Go, well, go, go kiss on talent loves money. <laughs> Uh, a lot of the people under contract to to Lucha Underground right now don't even want to wait around for season four and would rather be would rather uh, would prefer to be released outright now. They also like money. Yes. Well, yeah, because you want to work. You want to get got to yep. you got to yeah. work. Get earn money, man. You don't want to just sit around and wait. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know? those, con those contracts. A lot of them are like exclusive TV deals. So absolutely right, hundred yeah. percent. Yep. <laughs> mm -hmm. Crowd behavior today at Hot Topic. First off, last night at NXT, I noticed a guy in row 7 not showing proper respect. I explained to him that wrestling is a family show, and that he needs to be fully respectful to all the workers, including those who pretend to violently ambush others, insult the crowd, and suggestively <laughs> pose while half-naked. Today, today I took the family to get more Young Bucks merch. We love it when they crotch chop and tell people to suck things. At one point, though, we saw Big Show walking by. We and some other really nice fans told him he was old and fat, and then we chanted, Please retire! Then we noticed Roman Reigns and his wife eating in the food court. We booed those ass clowns and gave them the finger. What? 
that from 85DEWWWSU7 on Reddit. But, but Roman Reigns is a family man. Haven't you seen this? I'm a little teapot commercials. <laughs> something, something NXT audience at taping this weekend. Something hockey was on. Don't know. That's from G and myself. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't be bothered to read it all, but apparently they weren't very nice people. Mm. Wasn't it? What, it was something to do with one of the female wrestlers, I think. Yeah, but I don't know. Is that shit going on in NXT now? Like, I thought we ended that I, shit with getting rid of that guy off Twitter. <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh, I don't I really, know the fuck ever, man. Does anyone know? Or I, I really, I kind of caught what I think it was, but it's all from Squared Circle Jerk. So I, 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 I don't know, not, man. Justice Code on Reddit says. Story through SC joke myself. Justice uh-huh. Code uh, on Justice Code on Reddit says full sale fans are literally worse than Hitler, Stalin, and Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> Speaking of Nazis. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Former TOA, TNA investor Zero Lux, Ron and Don Harris, plus Jason Brown, have a casting call out for October 21st and 22nd, one for a TV show which will reportedly have Lucha Libre elements to it, and it's believed the company is interested in hiring Vince Russo as a writer for the show. Pay for talent will be based on skill level and experience, with pay starting at a minimum of $250 plus... Uh, $200... $50 per day plus transportation. Uh, they will be filming the pilot in December, probably in Nashville, with the hope of being picked up by a network or channel in 2018 and becoming a full-fledged promotion off of it. Yeah, because that worked so well for Global Force Wrestling. Totally. Right, Lucha Underground. Yep. Libra, Libra. Yeah, Lucha Libra Elements. I thought that was an interesting coincidence. Yeah. Probably that's all, again, all it is. But Yeah. And, and Russo, gotta love that. That guy keeps getting work, man. Somehow. Somehow. Alright, uh, WWE is launching a new series called 365 in November that's a documentary-style look at one year in the life of a wrestler. Kevin Owens will be the first wrestler profiled, and his episode will debut after Survivor Series on the WWE Network. I don't know, I like that. I love the documentaries. One thing they do do right, usually. For sure. I agree. Kurt Angle is playing Colonel Sanders in a new KFC ad featuring WWE stars. He joins both Dolph Ziggler and Shawn Michaels in the list of superstars to have played KFC's Pitchman. Bearing young talent like Dolph Ziggler. Wait, really? <laughs> Wait, really? They have? I, I, yes, I haven't they known have. anything. The only people I've known to play it were Norm MacDonald, the guy before Norm MacDonald, and um, Rob Riggle. Yeah, Dolph Ziggler and Shawn Michaels they, they both. They have been... them in adverts on WWE. I don't know if they play those adverts on real TV. Right. Oh, yeah, on actual TV. Yeah. Yeah, well, like one of their adverts was um, Miz is the chicken and Dolph beats the piss out of him. Oh, jeez. And they, they filmed it in front of a real crowd. Like, they stopped SmackDown to produce this. Yes. <laughs> it's amazing. This is why I don't. Folks. To, to the faithful 25 people that listen to this every this is why I don't watch wrestling anymore, okay? This is why. That's awesome. <laughs> Shane McMahon invested... Fi- ideas. Shane McMahon invested $500,000 in a marijuana growing company because of his mother's position as the small business administrator in Donald Trump's cabinet. <laughs> Longtime friends Joey Dabbs and Pete Hash is said to be working alongside <laughs> Shane 
Rodney just wandered off, but Shane thinks he's probably just on a Burger King run, man. <laughs> this, this, this just in, this just in. Um, um, Shane's number one customer is um, Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Val Venus. <laughs> I was going to say Major Stash. <laughs> Major Stash, who didn't want to be Private Stash, which would have made more sense because he didn't want a lower rank than the other misfits in action. Ah... <laughs> uh wrestling <laughs> discussion is wwe being hypocritical by blacklisting papa shango while treating the godfather as a whole man <laughs> they still have an extra point jeremy shut up <laughs> sorry sorry he's watching the niners that. game i take it <laughs> well it's on the bottom corner of my screen they just all they just scored a touchdown they might possibly tie it up i just so. saw the touchdown pop i got the uh game center up on my <laughs> <laughs> screen here they still have a field they still have a point after today so it's not it's not they could that, go for so. two they could win this in regulation instead of going to overtime again <laughs> a uh a preview for total bellas next week G attempts to work the turkey calories off and watches hockey. This fucking show is still on? That's nice. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> it doesn't have many calories. You can burn it off watching hockey. I think so. That's my plan. Yeah. Well, you, if you can't burn it off, you can at least sleep during hockey, so, you know. I'm actually going to see the Sabres play the Devils tomorrow. That's what I'm doing for my Indigenous People's Day. Did you actually see one of the hockey players protest the national anthem? No. Well, yeah, one of them did. Huh. Was, I think it was on the Maple Leafs or some shit like that. Mm. So a Canadian they didn't protested. Take a knee, but they they raised their hand in the air, you know. Ah, uh, okay. But that's that's okay. You just, you just, you just got uh, taking taking a knee is offensive. Yeah. All right. Well, to be fair, the New Jersey Devils are named after the Jersey Devil, which has to do with pilgrims and First Nations people, too. So that's cool. That yeah, makes wait, sense. Wait, I thought, I thought they were named after um, the situation in Polly D. No, a different kind of devil. <laughs> Although their, their jerseys are kind of orangish. Hmm. Interesting. They should have, uh, like, a modified uh, version of uh, that Ugly Kid Joe song when they score a goal, like, we're the goddamn devils! Oh, yeah. That'd be cool, right? <laughs> that would be cool. Uh, what do you say we get the fuck out of here so I can get this uploaded and get to this charity thing? <laughs> as soon as I find the outro music, there it is. I'm at Think So Joe for at G of the Internet, at Random Redhead, at Mark underscore Noise, at El Generico, at Book Junkie Jaina. We are at Board Wrestling Fan, that's Board Wrestling Fan without vowels. Facebook.com slash Board Wrestling Fan. Listen to us every Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern live on BoardWrestlingFan.com or download us afterwards on iTunes, Stitcher, Cheap Heat, Blueberry, wherever podcasts are sold. And we'll see you next week. Shit, my mom knows that I'm random redhead. Fuck, I think I jumped the shark. Merry Christmas, Maven fan. <laughs>